The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. I was able to sell that property for $375,000. So it's $180,000 worth of growth in three and a half years. And when you look at it and you say, that's kind of someone's salary for three years. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we continue our conversation with property mogul Luke Moroni. He explains the ins and outs of his strategy, how he trusted his gut despite ignorant whispers to make $190,000. We discover how a flowing mindset can lead to cash flowing into your pocket and one of his secrets to success came from a daily Facebook Live challenge. It's no secret that Moroni is a property expert with a huge portfolio and enough knowledge to last a lifetime. It's 27 properties in the property portfolio. Got up to 36 at one stage and then sell. You know, I'm, I'm an advocate of buying and selling. Um, you know, I, I just think, you know, money can be used in um, better ways sometimes if a market's going to, you know, stabilize or decline in the next five seven years it's better to maybe take money out and then move it to another location that's going to provide better value and um, better wealth creation so um yeah like you know people i guess the big one that i hear a lot was like how do you how do you manage your property portfolio having 27 properties um well it can you know it probably takes on average maybe an hour a month and that includes you know working or organizing yourself at tax time but you know, an hour a month per property. Um, and if you think about a property being a, as a single investment property being a business, and you know, pretty much like running twenty-seven businesses in the portfolio, then you know, it's not really that much time when you think about spending one hour a month on a an investment that is on average about four or five hundred thousand dollars. Besides having a lot of properties, Moroni shared with us his strategy and how he has accumulated a lot of these in a short period of time. The strategy that I've used is is a buy and hold strategy. So, you know, for, for me, it is uh, the, the patience around building a property portfolio. There, are, there have been some renovations that I've done um, that has enabled me to draw out equity. Um, I've, you know, purchased property um, as a home that has allowed me to draw out equity as well um, and, pro- and progress with the property portfolio. Um, I've also done um, being an investor in terms of working with vendor finance properties. So they're like a rent to buy, um, a little bit more complicated type of situation in terms of uh, investment and getting your head around the different um, the pros and cons around it and how that does work. But it definitely has provided 
you know, that up uptick in cash flow that has enabled me to then, you know, leave my nine to five job previously that I was working in, um, having that cash flow, the constant cash flow coming through, and then and then having the buy and hold properties that have then uh, accumulated growth. So having that, you know, balance of the two there, capital growth ones um, and cash flow properties as well. Moroni wasted no time building up his portfolio until he eventually had to quit his job and focus on property full time. Yeah, it was probably, it was after about five properties. So, um, it was, like I really had an in, uh, an inkling for property investing and how it was going to work. I had the capability at the time to, you know, still get the loans coming through with my partner and, you know, we were able to progress that property portfolio as we go. Spending the time while we were in situations back in 2012 and 13 where finance was a lot easier than it was to, to be able to be attained uh, then than right now um, and, just knowing that the cash flow was coming through, um, and if if I continue to do more deals, then that that cash flow would would ever increase. Um, I had the strong focus around what I wanted to do, and at one stage, I wanted to I put up a goal for myself to buy fifteen properties within a two year period. I was actually able to do that within eighteen months and not twenty four months. So you know that was hard work. That was you know, if I tried to do the same thing today, I wouldn't be able to do it. But um, you need to put in the hard work. So I was the first one that turned up at a seminar and often an hour or two before it started because I know the guys that were um, doing hosting the seminar, they would always turn up early. So I'd, you know, get a little bit of time one-on-one with them. And then I'd be almost like the last one to leave. Kind of goes back to my days when I was, um, you know, going to school and be the first one with the cricket bat ready to go, waiting for someone else to come and, you know, practice and learn and grow. Um, Same way was with my property investment portfolio and that growth. So I guess, you know, the message is for other people, if you really want to make a go of these things, everyone's got to do different circumstances. And I'm not saying for people to get 27 or 30 or 50 properties, but if you can get to five or 10 properties, um, you know, what kind of work that you do need to do is to put that um, hard work in, to put that hustle in, um, to be motivated and driven to, you know, make the best of what you, you've got for your story in your life. Moroni knows the importance of soldiering on. He explains how no matter what challenge arose, he was ready to keep pushing. Key challenges that I faced. I don't know if I like really it was kind of, um, you know, there were probably there were little bits and pieces. I was so focused on my goal and what I wanted to achieve that nothing was going to come in my way. You know, I, I was just the old, like I've never had a stronger focus probably in my life than right then with that goal, to be honest with you. Um, there were some people that um, even some of the team were saying, Luke, how about you focus a little bit more on putting a granny flat at the back of that property that's on a thousand square meters so you can increase the cash flow. I'm like, no, Um, I wanna buy my next property. I just wanna keep buying properties. I can worry about the granny flats down the track. I wanna accumulate property. I think that's a great time um, to do it that right now. The more properties I get, the more growth I'm gonna get down the track. Um, and, you know, I heard from another team member that, you know, in terms of the mortgages, that it was going to be beneficial for me to get as many loans as I can right now because the lending is quite easy and it's only going to get harder down the track. And that proved to be right. 
So on one factor, I've got the mortgage broker letting me know, uh, you know, really go strong on, on the lending side. And I've got, the, you know, another team member letting me know, it was like, oh, you know, be a little bit conservative, which granted was a good, good for me to hear, um, but not something that was in my focus. So I, you know, pushed that aside, kept my focus strong, looking for the next property and looking for the next deal. So um, I don't think I had too many challenges. Um, it was, you know, more based on my time and my effort that I, I think some of the challenges are, you know, do you go to that seminar? Like obviously we're in COVID now, so a lot of seminars and webinars are going on um, online. But back then you had to, you know, go from your house to the city or out to the suburbs and it might be a drive at night time. You know, you had a day at work and you, you know, you're just sick and you know, tired and you just want to sit in front of the TV. But you had to make that effort, get in the car, get on the train, go to that seminar, learn something, connect with people. Um, and, you know, I, I think one of the best things I did was at one particular seminar, I, you know, put my hand up and said, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with this idea or this concept. Um, I need some help. Uh, and so on the back of that, that really changed things for me by just putting up my hand. And I think that's a big one I always profess to people is start talking, start interacting. You don't even know what's actually going to come up, whether it's a deal for you, whether it's a joint deal with other, other investors that can really just elevate you into a, you know, a new circumstance, a new um, strategy, a new um, idea. With his mindset on 15 properties, Nothing could get in his way. But was there a reason for this magic number? I'm a very random person. So, no, it was very random. I just like, okay, 15, sounds good. Let's go. And um, I just put it, it was, it was quite interesting because I put it up 15 in, 20, in two years, put it up on the wall and I hardly, it was in my like an office that I had in, in the house, but I put it up on my wall and I didn't really think about it and didn't really look at, at it. But it wasn't until like I got that 15 and then a month later, I looked at that, you know, post I put on the wall because it was still there and I'm like, oh my God, I achieved that not in 24 months but in actually in 18 months. Just the put, like, It was just the ultimate focus. You just had the tunnel vision on, had the blinkers on and it was just I was going to achieve it no matter what. So, um, you know, if, and you can hear it in people's voices and people that I talk to on a constant basis, whether they've got the, what it takes to get there or, you know, they're kind of floundering around at the moment and not really ready. So, you know, having that ultimate focus, whether a business or life or, um, you know, in terms of property investing, focus is, is huge. As Moroni accumulated properties, he was accumulating wealth in the millions. Size of the portfolio, it would have been in regards to probably about seven or eight million dollars at that point, um, and generating maybe a, a cash flow um, was especially dedicated to more vendor finance properties, rent to buy properties, which were high in cash flow. So they generated probably something around about seventy or eighty thousand dollars in cash flow. Um, 
you know, for all the viewers that are listening, it is a tougher strategy to get involved. It's more litigious these days. Um, it requires a lot of licensing and, and more difficult to get into. So um, you've got to be really careful around that strategy. So it's not as much done as it was, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. So you've got to be really careful around that. But it, it came at a really good time for me. It was high in cash flow. Um, it enabled me to, you know, didn't, I didn't really need to have a job at that time because the property portfolio looked after itself and provided me with some income for expenses. Uh, so, you know, it, it really worked well for me at that time. Um, and then as I was growing that cash flow, I realized for myself, once those properties leave, do leave my property portfolio because that rent to buy situation was over a five year period, I needed to have some other properties that we're going to grow in value that we're also going to provide cash flow down the track. So I did a combination of both, um, having those cash flow and then having that capital growth properties along the way. And do you still currently have those rent to buy properties in your portfolio or have you mixed it out now to more focus on purchasing the properties and then having the cash flow? Yeah, there's still a few of those rent to buy properties in my property portfolio. Um, they're obviously less and less. And then it'll be, I guess, a case in future of continue to buy, you know, more buy and hold properties along the way. There may be some rent to buys in there in future. But at this stage, um, yeah, just sitting on the sidelines because finances are a little bit harder these days, um, especially having a larger portfolio right now. Moroni, now cashed up and successful, makes a great example of where individuals can get to if they put their mind to something. But he didn't get there overnight. There was an aha moment along the way that taught him to stick to this gut. It was property um, that was purchased in Victoria um, that I bought through, you know, through a buyer's agent um, that I was using at the time. And um, it was really interesting. I, I did an article. They set up an article to do it with Domain. And it was a property that was purchased in Melton South, so about an hour outside uh, west of Melbourne. And I bought it for about 190000 And uh, doing that article at the time, they took my photo, put it up on Domain, and there was a whole lot of flack from people that lived in Melbourne City um, about a Sydney investor buying in Melton South. And um, they were just saying drug capital of Australia, um, it's a terrible demographic and all these sort of things were coming in all the comments um, back to me um, in terms of I'm a silly investor buying in an area that has a lower social economic area or lower demographic, um, uh, you know, around that particular area. And that were the comments, not something that I um, said, but it was comments coming back from people that lived in Melbourne. Um, and only three and a half years later, it was uh, I was able to sell that property for three hundred seventy-five thousand. So it's one hundred eighty thousand um, dollars worth of growth in three and a half years. And when you look at it and you say that's kind of someone's salary for three years on buying an investment property. So you know, I, I, I guess the initial thought for me around it, yes, that was an aha moment. But I think when I was building that property portfolio and I was seeing other people at seminars I went to that had five and 10 and 15 and 18 and 20 properties, that was my aha moment because I'm going, the potential's there because I see other people that look and feel like me and are about the same age that have created their property portfolio. Why can I do that? So I wouldn't, as soon as I went to that meeting, I was like the next day, I took that action and made that call and, and went to that next stage. So um, I think the initial aha moment was seeing um, other people, seeing that they've 
built a property portfolio and and you know well if they've got a job and they're building a property portfolio and i've got a job why can't i build a property portfolio so it was the aha moment before it happened i think um you know i had that vision and i I saw that belief through other people but i guess the the big aha moment was when the results came as well it's amazing when you say that too because it's the same thing. I when I first attended to a few of the local meetings around here, initially you're thinking, oh, you know, how is it possible that these people are actually able to do it? Because you read it through the forums and they've got you know 20, 30 properties. And then once you start talking to a lot of them, they're just like you and me, and then they've just basically built it up, you know, over time. And and then you just start to go, wow, you know, if, if they can do it, you start to build that self belief, and it is possible. It's just a matter of surrounding yourself with like minded, similar people where you want to, you know. I guess model off the same things that they've done. You know, I think it is so true. You know, the the top five people that you surround yourself is basically what you become. Absolutely, and I think a big thing that people need to remember is around the patience. You know, so many investors come and say, "I want growth in a year. I want growth in two years. I want to, you know, change my life forever in a short amount of time." It's like if you don't come into this with a vision of patience into it and saying it's a 10, 15, 20 year journey then you set yourself up, I believe, for failure. So you've got to be really careful on that patient side of things, just like all areas of life. So where does the property mogul go from here? It's a learning and growing strategy. Um, I, To be honest, I probably don't know what it really is. I, I feel like I'm in a, a flow state of where I really enjoy property right, right now. Um, I really enjoy the coaching aspect of helping clients through um, growing their property portfolio. I actually am in a position where I'm actually um, also coaching property developers in terms of their mindset and their work that they do. Um, a lot of what I do as a buyer's agent is around the the coaching aspects of taking action and and making you know um, taking away some of those fears in in terms of debt and how things can work. So that's why I've progressed in terms of enabling or learning for myself and by doing courses um, and to to get towards being a better coach, um, to be a better facilitator for people, you know, doing that wealth creation strategy. So at the moment, that's where I'm at. Is there a bigger piece for me? I believe so. Do I know what that is? No, not yet. Um, you know, I, I do a lot of work in terms of coaching, in terms of, you know, volunteering um, on a mental health basis. Um, and, you know, I know that within me there's there's a part that is a bigger why. I just haven't defined or, you know, had a look at that as yet. Coming up after the break, we discussed the people that helped him get here and the positive affirmation that gave him extra confidence. At 19 years old, for someone to reflect on that change and see that change in me um, really gave me extra belief. The personal habits that keep his mindset sharp and focused. To my fourth year of running, so it's like 1300 and something days in a row of running. The harsh comment that made him want to succeed to prove everyone wrong. I sat on a wage after leaving that job and going to another company um, at $100,000. And that's next. I'm Taran Shum and you're listening to Property Investory.
Hey, let's be real. Deals that can yield 20 to 30% per annum do exist. Don't believe me? Well, here's a story about property development I invested in Victoria. This developer had the project fully funded beforehand but he and his family suffered a loss, a circumstance that led him to be unable to proceed with the development. So, I stepped in and in two weeks, we funded the shortfall allowing for the development to continue. Five months later, the development was refinanced and we received our funds back with interest. Yes, there are amazing opportunities in the property market like this one. So, do you want to get a better return with lower risk on your money? Then register your interest by visiting propertyinvestory.com. Moroni has pointed out that it's all about personal development and it shares what his favorite resources and people are. Yeah, I guess there's, you know, you know Julian who I work with is a big one in terms of um, the work that he does and the, the, the constant effort and the dedication that he has, you know, within my circle. Um, you know, I've had a, a lot of people along the way who have been mentors with in the workplace for me. Um, I remember coming back from my first overseas trip when I was working in the travel industry and my boss at the time said to me, um, really reflected on the change he saw in me. Um, seeing that actually uh, at 19 years old for someone to reflect on that change and see that change in me um, really gave me extra belief. Um, so that was at 19. Um, there's been a lot of people along the way and I think I've, you know, I've had coaches myself um, I had a, one coach that really I thought I was going to come into the coaching side of things in terms of a business sense and quickly after the first 20 minutes or so of the first session, um, we realized, well, both of us realized, she probably realized before I did, that I needed to work on my life side of things. Um, so that I think that first coaching session started to progress me in the personal growth and personal development side where I started to take on going to Tony Robbins events going, um, you know, um, spending, uh, listening to some of the, you know, the biggest names around the world, whether it be podcast. Um, I'm a big fan of Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, and um, went over to the US to his office to do a one-day seminar that cost me $10,000. Um, you know, and I spent, you know, we spent an hour, a group of us, 10 of us spent an hour in the room with him and then the rest of the staff for the rest of the, of the day but it was just being in that energy space, um, that learning and growing environment, that higher level that I always kind of seek out um, for myself. So whether it be podcasts, we're so fortunate these days to be able to have it at the touch of a, um, a touch of a button to have all that information, the motivation, the quotes, um, the ideas, the the thought processes that people go through by just opening your phone. So um, I'm a constant believer in that. I think what I've personally done for myself, which has you know, been a really interesting journey um, in terms of social media for myself, I've done a Facebook Live every day for the last four years. Um, that started out with um, I had a speaking coach that I work with um, and she said, well, how about you do some practicing and training by doing a Facebook Live each day in the month, um, in a month, over a month period. And I said, well, being the way who I am, I'm just like, no, not a month. I'm going to do this for a whole year. And then she just started laughing at me. Um, and I was like, no, I'm actually going to do it. 
Uh, so it ended up going for a year, then I can just continue it on. Uh, I think I'm over four years now of doing a Facebook Live each and every day. So um, I like a really strong believer in that consistency part of it. Um, and another thing that I've done, which I post all the time on social media, is the running that I do each and every day now. So I do a seven-kilometer run, um, and that started just after Christmas back in 2017. And I, you know, not waiting for the 1st of January, I decided to, okay, I'm going to try running 7Ks every day. I thought five kilometers was, you know, maybe a little bit too short, not really much of a push. 10 kilometers, a little bit too far and probably take up too much of my day. So I just settled on the seven kilometers, which takes, you know, about 30, 35 minutes. And um, I, you know, I've done that every day now um, for, you know, three and a half years. I'm into my fourth year of running. So it's like 1,300 and something days in a row of running. Congrats. That's amazing. I, I, I used to do a lot of cross country uh, like like yourself and yeah, it is definitely something that you just build up because initially when you start running, your legs are sore, your body's just not used to it. But once you consistently do it, you know, it's, it becomes the norm and you know, it's not, not hard at all. I mean, not, not saying it's not easy as well uh, but also at the same time, it just builds that endurance as well too and it, consistency as you said is key. It's, it's, really, it's really tough on the mi- mindset each and every day to get up and th- think I'm going to go run at, you know, 70, 80% or sometimes 100% of my capacity to push myself each and every day to roll out of bed, get up there, get ready, you know, go out at a 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m. run, um, sometimes 8 a.m., like, you know, sometimes I have a little bit of a sleep in. But, um, you know, normally it's that, you know, strong push to get through that initial negative mindset when we do wake up, right? How many people go through that? Probably each and every one of us. All that running isn't for nothing. Moroni has participated in marathons across Australia. I've done two actually, the Gold Coast Marathon and Canberra Marathon. And then the next day, seven kilometers. So the marathon, 42 Ks. Um, and then, yeah, back on the, the after the first marathon in the Gold Coast, I remember it took me, I was actually on the treadmill the next day and it took me 49 minutes to do the seven Ks when I normally do it in, you know, 32 minutes. So um, that was really hard on the body um, and a real strong push. But, you know, like telling that story now, um, it's amazing, it, you know, going through this journey, um, I'm not really setting out to inspire or motivate anyone. It's just sort of documenting my journey, but um, it has touched a lot of people whether they do a month of running, um, whether they've decided to just do one run. Um, you know, if you can influence and inspire people in so many ways, and I'm sure, Tyrone, you are doing the same through, you know, your your podcast here to share some of the your story and other people's stories to um, see what is possible. It's like the same way we talked about going to that seminar. Um, and seeing the belief that other people have done it, it's just like, well, why can't I? Although Moroni doesn't have any regrets, he's got a piece of advice for his younger self. Go harder. That's it. Like it's just, you know, I, like, I've got no regrets. Um, all, all the things that happened in my life, I've been really grateful for, the ups and the downs, the roller coaster, they just teach you so many lessons. Like I remember, you know, uh, a boss saying to me, you don't have what it takes one day and that really cut me up for a little while and probably still sits with you a little bit and you just you know you just all of a sudden lack the belief even though I found out only a week or two later that they you know they actually did something to undermine me take away the focus from them so 
even though that that happened, um, you know, it, it did drive me, you know, a lot hearing that. Um, and in actual fact, I, you know, was able to change my income, which I was on the award at the time at like $33,000 um, going back in 2010 or something it was. Um, and 18 months later, you know, I, I sat on a wage after leaving that job and going to another company um, at $100,000. So, um, you know, like the message for me, I was like if, if I was going to go back and tell it was like go harder for go as, go as hard as you can, enjoy, have fun, um, probably do the same stuff really. Like it, I also uh, sort of got a, a strong message from this as well is, you know, turning a negative into a positive which is exactly what you did. You know, why, why hang around with these negative people saying and putting you down, you may as well go and find something better which you did and it turned into such a great positive which enabled you to do a lot more things as well too. Well, Kelly Clarkson said it well, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. The success Moroni has had is hard to beat but he's not stopping anytime soon. Now, his journey is about helping others to succeed. For me, it's, it's about connecting with people. Like I spend a lot of time with developers these days um, on a personal side of thinking about what I can potentially generate with them in future, whether it be my own personal property portfolio and maybe developing some of those properties because I don't really see myself as a developer. So thinking about how others can really help me. So I spend a lot of time developing those relationships for the future, maybe to invest with some of those um, developers in future to, to grow and build on something. Um, you know, like I, I feel like I'm in a position of being in flow with it. So if it feels good, I'll go towards it. If it doesn't feel good, I'll be away from it. And I, I think it's kind of that simple for me. Maybe it's not allowing me, if I think about it for myself, to then strive or have a goal towards something. But at the same point, I feel like I'm having those really good conversations that are generating a little bit more each day, a little bit more each day. Um, so taking those steps along the way. Uh, how is it going to look in five years' time? I'm not quite sure. I, I don't know as yet. And um, um, I'm in with the journey. I think it's a really good and positive one. I like where I'm at. Um, I'm feeling really good about what I do and it's making a difference to people which is really good. I love that. Love it. Look, you mentioned quite a few times in our conversation about being in the flow. I'd like to sort of explore that a little bit more because it's such an important topic. You know, it's, it's easy to just to get into the day-to-day, -day, you know, swing of things and you just do it because it's, you know, part of what you need to do. But how have you found for yourself to be able to get into that flow state because it's, you know, I hear it's a challenge for a lot of people to be able to be in that mindset. It's a huge challenge. Um, I think it's being about being present and grounded. Um, I think about it in conversations that I have and I can be guilty sometimes of being on the phone um, and then typing in an email at the same time and you lack presence in what you do. Being grounded um, in what we do. I think I'm a little bit of a, and I, ha, I just remember back to school as well, a um, little bit of a daydreamer as well. So that I think allows some thoughts to come in to, you know, see that you are tapping into intuition and thinking about what is actually good for you um, and what works. Uh, so, you know, there's been some tough decisions that I've, I've made over the last couple of years um, business-wise, personal-wise, that have then you know not felt really good, and was like, okay, that needs to change. 
and then you actually do you change it straight away or do you allow a little bit of time to make that change um, do you really push things or do you just allow things uh, so there's a lot of different things for me but I think time out and it's kind of not like scheduled time out it's kind of like okay I just need to be daydreaming right now so I just do and then I just need like uh, if I feel like I've worked so hard in the day and I'm like, I feel my body is I listen to my body um, if I like on, on a run as an example if you know the body's not feeling that you know quite so well I'm not going to push past that barrier because I know I'm playing the long game of running seven kilometers every day not to try and beat my personal best every day really my personal best is running that next day running that next day getting up in the morning is my personal best I guess the grateful side of it comes in towards being in flow um, so many people push I guess in terms of trying to get through an expectation a barrier um, and don't sit with themselves about what's really going on. So Luke, last question for you then is how much of your success has been due to intelligence, skill and hard work and how much of it do you think has been because of luck? It's all, it's all, it's about a mindset. Like I think what we do, um, you know, I talk about with people, it's um, 80% um, mindset and 20% knowledge, skills and experience. Um, luck, like you make your own luck that's simple for me. Like I, I wouldn't have a portfolio now if I didn't put in that hard work. Um, I, I saw something um, on TV. Ryan Reynolds was on their movie star from uh, from Hollywood, right? And you know he's progressed through his career, and you know one of the biggest Hollywood stars now. But he goes, it doesn't come easy. You know, I had to work for it. You know, audition after audition after audition. I'm sure that he went through. Same way for for me. It's just like turning up at, at seminars, being the first one there and the last one to leave. You know, you get you get the luck or you get the good. You get the wins because of the hard work. So don't mistake it, people. If you're watching this now and. and to build a property portfolio or to have wealth creation or to succeed in areas that you want to achieve in, you've got to put in the work. Like Tony Robbins will tell you that. Gary Vee will tell you that. Oprah will tell you that. Like the the amount of people, they all the successful people will tell you that. You've got to put it the work in. Thank you to Luke Moroni, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you love the show, perhaps you're now ready to invest your money in a low-risk, high-return deal. If you are, then SMS me your name and email address on 0499881040 to become a lender. There are amazing opportunities in the property market right now. And I'm looking for lenders who want to invest their money for as short as 6 months. What are you waiting for? Don't let your money just sit in the bank. To register your interest, text me your name and email address on 0499881040. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. 
With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.